Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, I am joined by Road Dog Brian James, who is one of the hosts of the Oh You Didn't Know podcast. Yeah, we talking. Oh, you didn't know? That's that's what I say to everything. It's like Smurf. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I've smurfed him in his Smurf, and of course <laughs> that means I drove him in his car. I don't know what you were thinking, but but like. Oh, you didn't know is just what I say for everything. So I live near Philadelphia, so it's like John. Everything's John. Oh, oh, you didn't know. <laughs> see, see, that's how it works. It's crazy. So not, uh, not funny either. <laughs> <laughs> so Ryan Katz is with you on this show. Uh, you both have uh, various histories with WWE creative team. Uh Talk to me a little bit about how that happened. Was that the obvious link? You guys just knew each other from behind the scenes or what made this show make sense for you? So, so I, I had uh, met Ryan, you know, years back when he first started uh, working at NXT. It wasn't even NXT yet. It was FCW at the time. Excuse me. And he was one of the uh, one of the first hires. Uh, so he's been around a while. And then the last, I'd say, three years that I was uh, with WWE and at NXT, I worked very closely with Ryan. I got mm-hmm. to see how talented he was and how many hats he could wear. Uh, and look, I'm always clinging on to people uh, so I can ride their coattails. I did it with Jeff Jarrett. I did it with Billy Gunn. I'm doing it now with Ryan Katz. Uh, but he's a, he's an incredibly talented dude, and he has been inspirational and influential in making a lot of these stars uh the the he was there during the Bray Wyatt's of the world and that and when Dusty was there so he was mm-hmm. Dusty's right hand man he's just got a ton of experience and he's a very talented individual so I when when Conrad and we talked about doing this podcast I just said like hey do you have a guy in house or could I suggest somebody you know what I mean and mm-hmm. Conrad was uh, uh, eager to jump on that because I think he knows what Ryan brings to the table I don't know if everybody does. Uh, I feel like he gets short into the stick sometimes, but, but uh, he's a very talented dude uh, and has the respect of a lot of huge stars in our industry. Yeah. I remember when, when the PC first opened, I like, I got to take a tour and I think Bill DeMott and maybe somebody else were, were talking how much they liked working with Ryan yeah. and uh, Kevin Kleinrock, who now runs Masked Republic knew him from like when they worked in the California, like independent yeah. scene and <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah, wrestling society he, X too. So yeah, he used to be a, a, he used to wrestle. He's wrestled a few times. And mm-hmm. so he was always out in California doing stuff on indie shows with indie shows and booking indie shows. And so, yeah, man, he, again, he wears a ton of hats and it's a, uh, it's it's uh, thank God I got him. Uh, he can hold it all together uh, when I start bumping my head to the wall. Mm-hmm. Now, WWE releases happen. It seems like it's, you know, business as usual, or I don't know how you want to look at it, but yep. uh, you've been on different sides of it. You've been there while others were getting cut. You yourself got released. Now you're on the other side of it. Uh one of the more surprising names, I think, uh, besides Malcolm Bivens and Dakota Kai, and not to take anything away from anybody else, but uh, Dexter Loomis, you yeah. know, was very creative. Just, you know, looking at maybe working with them yourself, now looking at what they do, maybe, you know, we just started talking tonight about what NXT 2.0 is. 
what are you kind of looking at? Like what some of these talent can offer another company or, you know, what kind of potential you think they have that they can still show somebody. Yeah. And that, look, that's the, it's a, you know, timing is everything. And I don't know if now is great timing to be released just because, you know, uh, WWE is making cuts, AEW is hiring everybody. So it's, uh, they can't, that's not sustainable. You know what I mean? They can't just continue to hire everybody that's released. So, so it's a, it's a, a little bit of a, but, but I'll tell you this much, the indie scene, the convention scene, the wrestling world is a bustle right now. Um, I'm doing things that I never thought I'd do uh, with farm animals. Sorry. That's a, for a different podcast. I'm uh, I'm uh <laughs> I'm glad you thought I was serious there. No, I'm, I'm doing all these autograph signings and these seminars and these meet and greets. And, and so, man, there's so many opportunities out there right now in the wrestling world. Um, and I think we don't think a lot about the impacts of the world and the, the uh, ring of honor coming back around. And so, you know, maybe they can hire on a few extra hands and, and, uh, and stock up the ring of honor card. You know, you know what I mean? Like if they, if they made that like a contender, they might could run live events with a good, cool ring of honor card uh, and a roster. They could make a, a great roster out of that too. Did uh, we specified Dexter? Did he ever draw you? Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he drew all kind of stuff. We used to write him to draw pictures on NXT all the time because he's a genius artist, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I think with Dexter, look, Sam's a great guy. Uh I'm a huge fan of his. I love his work. I love he's he's already going back to the artist stuff I saw on social media. So I'm digging that because that's what he kind of wants to wrap his uh, or sink his teeth into, you know, is that crazy uh, artist character that we didn't really dive into too much there. We started to, but then we went in a different direction. But yeah, he, I think what his deal was, is I think his age, you know what I mean? Like, yes, he's not 40, but he ain't 25 either. You know what I mean? And then right mm-hmm. now what they're trying to do is get as many young talent up and running as they possibly can, because then you're going to see a few of those thoroughbreds stick out uh, and you're going to go, okay, so there's so-and-so we're going to send her to SmackDown. We're going to send him to raw. We're going to, you know what I mean? Because that's what, look, that's what NXT was originally. It became because of the TV rights deal, a, third brand but it was never really intended to be a third brand and it was never thought about uh from a business standpoint as a third brand it was kind of always thought of really high up as developmental and so uh i think it got away from its roots a little bit i think Vince came down there and, and said, this is, we're going to do things a little differently now. I think he saw an opportunity to do that and he took it. You know what I mean? And I think that's how he's wanted it to be run. So that's how it's being run now. Yeah. I, I think that's an interesting way to look at it too. It's as popular as it was and, you know, look at all the takeover events and how big it got, you know, there was an opportunity to sort of do it in the past yeah, year. A third, a, a complete third brand. And look, I thought when we were kind of doing that, it worked. Um, but it doesn't matter what I think. You know what I mean? Like I don't, yeah. I don't. Uh, I'm not on the uh, investor calls. You know, holding holding them. So it doesn't matter what I think. And, and look, it's also 
he didn't get to be, he being Vince didn't get to be where he is and who he is by being uh, not smart. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, With, with finances and with business decisions. And so you, you, you think like, Oh, they sold out some takeovers. Okay. Well, is that making up for the money that's being spent down there on track? You know what I mean? Like, it's Mm -hmm. just, it's look, firing me was a business decision. It was a decision that I, uh, approved of a uh, heck no, <laughs> you know what I mean? But acceptance doesn't mean approval. And so while I have to accept, they made a business decision and I was not a part of that business decision. Yeah. Uh, they needed to trim some fat and I was, and I'm fat. So, you know, I, I totally understand all that. It is a business. It's not, no, no hard feelings. I texted mm-hmm. events after that. We, it's all good. You know what I mean? Like, how could I be angry at the the uh, company and the, and the man that literally gave me a second chance at life and, and both personally and professionally, and then paid me for 10 years and gave me all kind of, you know, life experience. So I don't know, you can be bitter if you want to, but how's that taste? Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? I, I would argue that the NXT 2.0, the transition was probably, you know, leading up to it in you know social media is an almost like an echo chamber but i feel like the transition over and now it's just so widely accepted and it's kind of like oh yeah the band-aid's off like it's actually a fun show to watch they're they're doing some of the stuff that they did in the early 90s and that's why we watched in the first place that's why and and look i do i think it's i think it's they're going back to being uh a little more wrestling than sports entertainment down there, but, but yet they are filling it up with characters and different larger than life, uh, you know, individual talents. And so look, there's a ton of talent down there. There's no doubt about that. There's a roster full, even after all the cuts of young and really talented individuals, man, you see the Tony D'Angelo's of the world. Uh, you see the Braun breaker out of nowhere and, and he's undeniable. Uh, you see Cora Jade is like 21 years old and getting, and getting, uh, reps and, and man, can you imagine when she's 25? You know what I mean? She's got, she's been working on TV for five years at that point. So, uh, also Nikita Lyons, uh, yeah, Nikita Lyons. Yeah. She's very talented girl. When she gets her, uh, sea legs on her in the ring, she's a triple threat man, because she can rap, she can dance, she can sing, she can, and she don't mind doing it. And, 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 She's a, yeah, she's a superstar, man. They got a lot of talent down there. I'm excited about what they're doing. And you're right. It's, it's just like when you think back and you go, oh, they changed Fergal McDivitt or whatever his name was, uh, verbal, verbal to, to Finn Balor. Oh my God, the world's going to end. It's the end of the, uh, now it's just like Finn Balor. Yay, you know what I mean? Like it's, it, it hurts for a minute when they change something that you were used to. You know what I mean? And you go, well, that sucks. And then in six months, you forgot about that and you have a t-shirt with the new name on it. You know what I mean? So it's mm-hmm. it's we as a as a fan base, and I say we because I'm a huge wrestling fan. We want what we want, and we want it right now. And that's not realistic. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just not. Usually I ask uh for match recommendations. I do a, a watch list feature. So if 
you can narrow it down. What's your most memorable match that you've been a part of? As far as my match, the match I have that's most memorable was probably the dumpster match, you know, uh, at, at Mania. But there are some lesser ones that really meant a lot to me. There's one with me and Bossman for the hardcore title. I mm-hmm. cut a promo up front of the match to challenge, to challenge him, make him put up the title for the match. Then he did. And then Mick Foley got involved and we screwed him and I won the hardcore title. But that was a really cool match. And I really loved the Bubba and you know what I mean? Just uh, all of it comes together to make it really memorable for me personally. And then there's one when I was the roadie that was uh, Scott Hall and Kevin Nash versus Jeff Jarrett and Shawn Michaels. And I was the roadie and we did that for, for probably three months straight every night. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it was so smooth and so laid out and so perfect. Like it was just, the perfect match. And, uh, and it just worked that way every night. Like we never had a bad one. And I don't think we ever did that on TV. I think it was just all a a live event loop that we did that, but yeah. So there's, there's three that, uh, I I've got paid the most for the, for the, uh, mania dumpster match, of course. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's uh, a classic. It matters. And then, uh, you, you had an intercontinental title reign. So there's probably some that, stuff you can. Yeah. That lasted like a week, right? That yeah. was, <laughs> I think I uh, it's in the record books. Yeah. It's in the, it is. I was the intercontinental champion. You know what I remember about that time the most is that I, I honestly think they put the title. They could remember Billy was the hardcore champion for a minute too, right through, through that time mm-hmm. period. And I was the intercontinental champion. And I think they literally, like, if you look at Billy and you look at me, you know, I'm not the intercontinental champion. You know what I mean? Billy looks like that. <laughs> Billy looks like the intercontinental champion. I look like the hardcore champion. So I just felt like they put those titles on us to try to keep us afloat a little bit and then realize like, Oh, we, we put the wrong title on the wrong guy. And, uh, and literally, if you remember, like I lost the intercontinental title, it was like a, literally like a week or two weeks or something. Yeah. And then I won the hardcore title, uh, not long after that. So yeah, it was, you know, I don't know that, that the, I don't remember much of the intercontinental title run because there wasn't much of an intercontinental title run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think you guys won the, the respective titles on the same show. Oh, is that? Yeah. 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 That's and probably then I think right. You- you lost them not too long after, but that, that was a pretty cool moment having you both. Have yeah. And we were, and, uh, and you're right. It's in the record books, man. I was, I was an intercontinental champion and that's, you know, that's, that's, I guess that's cool. <laughs> it's cool to me. It, it, I think it is. Yeah. Uh, one of the other things you recently covered um, VKM and TNA that's been getting a lot of attention Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I did want to ask about was, uh, a little bit before it was VKM, you were part of three live crew was sort of my introduction. Those early days of TNA, uh, the, you are my sunshine theme song. <laughs> what, like, what was the idea behind that? What was the pitch? Walk me. I through. don't know. We all just said like, let's, Let's just make, let's, we recorded that song. Of course, we recorded like a couple of different songs that I thought were really good. Like I listen to them now and still go like, yeah, that's a banger. Uh, look, that's me when I'm biased. I'm, uh, uh, I love myself, but, <laughs> but, uh, so, so look, I, I think the idea was we're going to try to make a song that reflects 
each of us. You know what I mean? And it was mm. like uh, the old at the beginning was like an old timey. So it was just a sound effect kind of thing. Like you are my sunshine. My this mother is a bad jam. Beware. So it was just all over the place. You know what I mean? It was almost like an echo in the bunny men type thing. But it was it was just we're trying to trying to just establish each of our characters, like I was the trailer park gangster. Truth was a suntan Superman. And, and uh, Conan was, uh, I'm not sure what he was Conan. I think, I think he was just Conan. I'm not sure. All right. Uh, I'll get you out on this. Uh, I wanted to get your thoughts on, you mentioned, you know, sort of on one of the other episodes about how Billy's one of your best friends and oh, yeah. you know, still keep in touch, but, uh, one of the things that fans are starting to get to see is the gun club, how he is with bringing his sons on the TV. I love uh, it. Thoughts on watching them grow. I'm sure you've seen them since they were little kids and so, having so, them yeah, around the I, locker room and stuff. Yeah. And I had no idea they ever wanted to be uh, professional wrestlers. And so look, the coolest thing I'm getting goosebumps talk, talking about it right now. The coolest thing in the world for me was to get to wrestle with my father. TNA gave me that opportunity. Uh, WWE gave me the opportunity to induct him into the hall of fame. Like things like that are real in a world that's not so real. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And because it's your blood and it's your family. And I couldn't be more proud of his children. I know he is too. I know he's having a blast. Uh, I I'm going to be with him for the next three days, actually uh, doing some signings of, of the Northeast. And so he talks about his boys and look, they they're really good. They're, they're learning how to work and it's not uh, to have to, to get uncle Dave, to give him a five-star match. It's to be entertaining and it's mm -hmm. to entertain people. And if you ask me, that's the name of the game. Um, if there was money in wrestling, uh, you know, Tony Khan wouldn't have had to buy a ring of honor back. Uh, it would have never gone out of business because they had great wrestling. Um, but people want to be entertained too. And so you got to give them a little glitz and glamour. You got to give them a little carny. You got to step right up folks. And uh, you know what I mean? And show them some shiny stuff and, but some pyro or whatever. And here we go. Um, that's what, that's what people want to be entertained. I, I, you know, <laughs> Jamie Dundee one time said there ain't a dime in wrestling. <laughs> and I, and I almost believe that now, you know what I mean? Because look, you're just uh, very few, just, really good wrestlers i mean there's what you can count five or ten tops you know what i mean but but the ones that you know were the most famous were horrible in the ring <laughs> we could go down the and, and look i say horrible I, I didn't mean that as everything's hyperbole nowadays so i'm just yeah. joining a board but 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 they're just they weren't they weren't great workers they were they were they had something other than that that people grabbed onto. And that's what they want. They want an emotional investment into this character, into this, this talent, into whoever this guy is. That's my guy. Um, and I have to be emotionally invested in him and in him. And if I'm not, none of it matters. None of it counts <laughs> wins, losses, none of it. If you don't make an emotional investment, you know, attachment to, to the viewing audience or the, or the uh, live event attendee, you may as well pack it up, Bo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and you can see how much fun they're having. Uh, Danhausen getting involved 
Billy Ass oh, yeah. and the Ass yeah. Boys. Their social media game is just <laughs> hilarious to me. And that man, Billy's youngest kid has got so much charisma and uh, and just one minute you want to kiss him and the next minute you want to slap him because he's that kind of kid, but he's got something, man. He's got mm-hmm. something that I want. You know what I mean? I want to watch him. I want to, I want to follow him around because he's that kind of exciting dude just to be next to. I've spent a lot of time with him on these signings because Billy has brought them and man, I've gotten to know him as, as almost like peers a little bit, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, so funny, so entertaining, so athletic, uh, Huge stars. They're going to be huge stars. And if they're not, it's somebody else's fault. That's for damn sure. Oh, you didn't know? Podcast Heat Weekly. I did it right this time. You did. You did did. it great. Thank you you so much for that. Uh, Weekly Podcast Heat. Check it out. Uh, Road Dog, Ryan Katz. uh, Looking forward to seeing what you you have in the pipeline. Uh, You can get the first five episodes now uh as we're recording it i think it drops tomorrow morning yep. the next one so yep tomorrow morning uh if this runs right uh it's the episode with my brother scott and so it's it's a fun fun episode mm. all right uh thanks again for your time uh, hey thank you very much